What is up, everyone? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I am your host, Brennan Tassif, joined as always by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What is up, Joe? What is going on, Brennan? How you feeling? How you doing on a glorious Tuesday morning? I am doing fantastic. Loving life. Gonna be positive. Gonna stay positive. How about you, man? Keeping it up. Keeping it good. Uh, one more trip around the sun for your boy, so... Happy birthday, belated, and I, we talked. Did we talk about it last week? Uh, uh, briefly, I don't know. I don't really. I don't usually talk about my birthday. I don't really care about my birthday. I try to keep it low key. So, all right. Well, happy birthday. We'll keep it low key. Keep it moving. Uh, for anybody who's new to the show, quick rundown. We're going to talk about some of the biggest topics in the biggest sports, mainly NFL, uh, and then we will touch on the NBA and then college football ramping yeah. up. Finally, the playoff is some set. say winding down. Yeah, yeah, some would say that. But <laughs> we play this whole season just for this, uh, and then uh, we'll get into the quick hits where we'll touch on some tertiary topics. Got some uh, MLB, NHL, and then we got to get into the World Cup. We're skipping the walk-offs because when football season is upon us, we go long, and then we'll get to the press conference. We'll pedal our wares, but we'll start this week the same way we do every week. Joe. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right, we're talking NFL. That means we're talking game of the game week. Of the week. Uh, Kansas City at Cincinnati. So many things happening in this game. Joe, can I be honest with you? Go for it. I thought so. The 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 script of this game in the past has been Patrick Mahomes jumps out to a quick early lead. Cincinnati Bengals have to claw their way back, and then they win in miraculous fashion. When mm-hmm. Kansas or uh, when Cincinnati went up early in this game to take the lead, like in the first quarter, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is not. This is going to play out the opposite way." Like, but I thought as soon as Kansas City was down, I thought for sure, "Oh, they're going to win this game." Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, it was almost Kansas- like a flip of the script, and I was like, "Oh, that means Kansas City's going to win it." Kansas City has, for some not for some reason, we've seen them do it enough, whether it be the postseason or the regular season. They are the warriors of the NFL. No yeah. lead is safe. Yeah, and I trust Patrick Mahomes more than anybody. When, when there's any time left on the clock, I'm like, oh, he'll go down. He'll score. This is no problem for him. Yeah. Did you, you saw this whole game? Uh, I saw a good portion of it. Yes. So I, I don't, I don't know why I ask you that. Like, like I've seen every full game. I was like, I, everything, <laughs> everything's red zone to me. So yeah, I'm the same way. But did they show? Did you see the Kelsey fumble? I did not see it in live time, but I then saw it, and it was the most uh, uncharacteristic thing. Wow, that word just tripped me up. Most yeah, uncharacteristic was- thing. It was weird because I was watching it in the moment. I, obviously, I was at work, and we're, we're very slow to start, so we're all at the bar, folding napkins, watching the game. And he catches the ball, and he starts running, and then he gets hit. And then I see the other linebacker coming in. I go, he's got to go down. Like, go down, go down. And then he's, like, being stood up. And then there's three guys, and I'm like, fall. Like, what are you doing? And then they rip the ball out, and I was like, I – I was shocked, especially because it looked like Kansas City was driving to seal the game, and then Cincinnati rips the ball out, and you're like, "Oh, this might be this might be them again," because now hey, they're fun, three and zero. Fun stat: three and zero against Kansas City. That is, yeah. um, fun stat. Yeah, Kelsey only has ten lost fumbles in his career, but 
I I swore. So it's very interesting with the way it went down because I swore early this season. I heard that they were going to try to make an emphasis on like blowing those type of plays dead when they kind of get stood up and like progress is stopped for the most part. Um, but in the last couple weeks, and I've seen this more with the Eagles than anything, is AJ Brown's had like two or three fumbles uh, in the last couple weeks, and it's like gang tackle, fully surrounded. He's moving his legs, but not going anywhere. And I was like, okay, are they going to blow it dead? And then the ball gets stripped out. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, where'd the emphasis go? Is it one of those things where they try to emphasize in the beginning and it, it just fades towards the end of the season? Yeah, I definitely think it's one of those situations. And especially, too, because we've seen, I feel like I've seen it now more this year than ever before where. They will do like the quarterback sneak, and then the the running backs will like push him from behind, push, yeah. and they don't. They're, they're like the Eagles are the kings of that. Yeah, and I remember. I don't know again if I'm the just, bush push. Re, well, I don't even know if it's recency bias, but I remember, like, they would blow that play dead before the running back could even get up to the. You know what I mean? Like, could get up to the quarterback to start pushing. Well, that was like the controversy of the bush push because. I mean, not even the blowing of a dead, but that's supposed to be illegal. Like to yeah. push the player, Eddie, like to push from behind in that manner. So, yeah. So it was that that whole Travis Kelsey thing was weird. I thought it was also interesting because, um, like I said, I never thought Kansas City was in any sort of trouble, but uh, they didn't score at all in the fourth quarter, which blows my no. mind because that seems like something that they do often, especially in the last like. 10, I'd say probably the last 10 to 15 seconds all the way up to the last, like, five minutes they normally will score. So Yeah. I was like, Kansas City is an interesting team because I don't – I think now uh, – because I've been trying to, like, dissect them all year, you know, with the Tyreek leaving and uh, the, the, the cast of character carousel they got going on. And I think the, the biggest detriment to this team – out, they don't have, they don't do one thing extremely well anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. They don't do one thing extremely well because before it was like, okay, all else fails. They have the best deep passing game. And now it's like, okay, Kelsey, super great. Love Kelsey. But a tight end is like middle of the field, little by little. Like you're not going to get 50-yard plays over the top of the safety with a tight end. It's just so hard to do. Um, and the other receivers they got, Scantling's supposed to be the take the top off the defense guy, but we've seen him, we've only seen flashes of it so far. Like, we haven't seen, like, a true connection. Well, we've so only seen like, flashes from everybody, whether it's yeah. Kadarius Tony who plays that one game and you're like, oh, this is a brand new weapon. This is going to be crazy. I made the worst yeah. trade in my life, trading him for Josh Jacobs. What the fuck was I thinking? Jesus. And then he gets hurt. And then uh, same thing with Scantling. And then uh, the running back. You Juju. Know, Clyde, Juju. And then Clyde Edwards Hilaire goes out. And then you have. Um, Pacheco. I always want to say Pacquiao. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pacheco. And. Um, you know, some weeks he and I know because a lot of those guys are on my fantasy bench. They look great some weeks and then other weeks you're like, yeah. what the hell? It's a carousel, guys. Like you, yeah. you don't know who's going to do what when. And I mean, that's good, like for scheming, because a defense can't scheme against you because they don't know who to take away. But then it's bad when you don't know who's taking that final shot in the fourth quarter. 
Not even that, but the problem it feels like is also they don't know who they want to. That's what like, I'm saying. That's what give I mean. it to. Yeah, yeah. So. It's the um, you know, we see the same thing in basketball all the time. Like you know, on the Warriors, everyone knows unless Clay is super duper hot. Steph Curry's the one who gets the ball. Jason Tatum's yeah. the one who gets the ball. You know, Anthony Davis is the one who gets the ball. So it's just it's a weird situation to be in where it's like. Uh, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, but then it's like, who is he going to give it to? They don't have that yeah. defined clutch guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you say it things, was Kelsey, but. But it's it's different, different like, for a tight end. Yeah, I was say it's just different in the way, like, to attack the field, to attack the defense. Like, if it's like, I mean, in in in, in this game, like, the scenario they had, it's like, okay, yeah, you could have marched down the field. If Kelsey doesn't fumble, they could march down the field again little by little with Kelsey in that manner but once they get the ball back it's like okay now we need a home run play yeah like we can still win this we're only down by three we could get a field goal or something but now we need a home run ball and it's like don't know who's gonna actually I'm lying they didn't get the ball back because to Burrow completed that pass to Higgins Mm. by the way Higgins looks like a fucking number one doesn't he everybody Uh, I wonder who's been saying that um I believe you had that Believe I had that, but I mean I can't really complain. Devonta Smith and uh, AJ Brown both had 100 yards for the first. Devonta Smith almost f- screwed me, and then AJ Brown in the second half got going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole first <laughs> half I was like, okay, that's yeah. cute. Throw to the possession receiver, revenge the game, guy. revenge yeah. games. <laughs> I was like, let's go, come on. Uh, they um, got to it. They got to it. Yeah. But yeah, so so Kansas City loses the number one spot. Cincinnati, who we were worried about in the beginning of the season. Thinking, oh, it's going to be that. It's so interesting because at the beginning of the season, it looked like, oh, the Super Bowl hangover is going to be Cincinnati because they lost the Super Bowl and they had lost, like, what was it? They were like one and two or one and three to start the season. And it was like, yeah. oh, man. And then and that it, first game, I want to say, bro, had like the five picks against yeah. Pittsburgh. And then I was like, oh, man, maybe Cincy's the bad team because I had predicted it'd be the Rams. And I was like, oh, maybe it's Cincy. And then. Here we are towards the end of the season, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, Cincinnati's making a play for the playoffs, and the Rams are done. Okay. I'm going to read some stats to go to our, dip into our past for a quick second. So, and we weren't wrong. The, the Bengals looked bad to start the season. They were constantly trying to take the top off of defenses. They were constantly um, running these long forming plays, which would put their offensive line into terrible situations. Uh, they were getting cover twoed and cover four, and it was killing them. So through the this is from Mina Kimes on Twitter. Through the first six games of the season, uh, the Bengals EPA per play, that's expected points added per play, um, versus cover two and cover four was minus 0.7, 28th worst in the league. For from week seven to now, it's three point point three six first in the league. So every play they run against cover two and cover four is leading to more positive outcomes instead of negative outcomes, obviously. So they are doing better early in downs and they're doing better against these uh, over high safeties, high uh, DBs where they're giving them things underneath. They were trying to take the top off so often that it was hurting them and now they're just taking what the defense is giving them and it's making them more efficient more effective um we're seeing uh, we're seeing better play from the running backs recently joe mixon had that big game until he ended up 
going uh, getting his concussion and getting yeah, injured. Samaji P Ryan, the last two three weeks has been outstanding. Can I be honest with you, P Ryan so. was um like two or three two weeks ago. P Ryan was not even on waivers. He was just sitting as a free agent in fantasy, and I was mm. like. Oh, this would be a good pickup, but it was either him or Jeff Wilson Jr. And I was like, I like Jeff Wilson better. So I picked up Oof. Jeff Wilson. I uh can I tell you one thing? Yeah. I picked P Ryan in two of my leagues. And the first week, I picked him up the week he had the explosive week. And I think that so was you look also, like a genius. Hold on. That was also the week the World Cup started. So my timing was all off. Oh, and don't tell me. Gus Edwards was in my lineup. And then by the time I woke up, Gus Edwards was ruled out for the game. I didn't get the sub P. Ryan into the game. P. Ryan went out for like 28. I could have won that game. I lost that game by like 26. And then since then, he's been in my lineup. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, fantasy. Am I right? I'm, I'm so, already locked man. into the playoffs. I, think I just I'm lost like, the game by point four something. Did you? Uh, yes i've done that yes before. i hate that it was so annoying my buddy was like oh you're gonna win you're dominating i was like you have tony pollard going tonight and all you need is 23 points i've seen him do it three weeks in a row i feel like yeah oh man well speaking of fantasy talk dang sorry the anointed one, the fantasy quarterback to end all fantasy quarterbacks, Mr. Social media quarterback, some are saying. Yeah, you, you're saying that. <laughs> I'm saying what? Huh? What? Uh, huh? Justin Herbert going against Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. Raiders. Um, Vegas looked good. This looked like the Vegas team we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the season. Uh, Josh McDaniels still um, something to be admired. I'm just not a big fan of his, but uh, Vegas ends up winning the game. Uh, and as we all know, you play to win the game. Hello, they win twenty seven to twenty. Uh, Devonte Adams went insane. He went crazy. He had one catch on the sideline that was called out where he caught it with one hand, like spinning around in a circle. It was insane. Um, Josh Jacobs, just a man possessed. Is this the Raider team that we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the season? Is this the Raider team that I thought was going to win the West? You had them winning the West? Yeah, remember? You had the Raiders winning the West? Uh, the Raiders are the Chargers. I had them, like, neck and neck. My Lord, you... I told you that Kansas City was going to fall off. Yeah, I, I know you thought that it was wrong, but... Jeez, you... I didn't know you went all the way out there with, with the Raiders. Hey, it's a long season. Maybe Kansas City peaked too early. Damn. No, they did not. I'll tell you that now. Um, that's why they take losses in December. Just take a couple of L's, you know, just keep things going. Keep chugging along the way. Uh, this is the Raiders team I thought we would see. Uh, as far as as far as the game plan, Brennan, you know what's really smart? What? Getting the ball into your, the hands of your playmakers. No. People people say it, but then people don't I knew do you it. You were going to say something reason. so obvious like that, but I was like, oh no, maybe he has some insight. Uh, those early weeks, you had Josh Jacobs just not getting the ball in the manner in which he is now. Now they're giving it to him, and he's producing at a high clip. He had a 300 yard game, for God's sakes, a week ago. Uh, he had a buck 44 the other day. Uh, Devontae Adams 
I mean, at this point, he's really the only person left because Waller's been gone all season, it feels Redfro's like. Redfro's out. And yeah. Redfro, even when he was on the field, he was costing them games, literally, coughing up the ball, tackling his own players, it felt like. Um, so he hasn't been out there for some time. And Derek Carr is a good enough quarterback. This is why this is why they've been in this conundrum for so long because and why he's been across what like three regimes. Uh, yep. Because he's not bad, he's not exceptional, he's good enough, and they just haven't had the right pieces around him. I mean, the one time I think they were at their best, he broke his leg going into the playoffs and didn't get to play in the game, and then last year. They backdoor their way into the playoffs. I think they got bounced out like week one or something. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think the um, the Chargers. I just I just don't understand them. It's just it's inexplicable. They had a the, the coach has to go. Yeah, hundred percent agree. The coach the coach has to go. The offensive coordinator has to go. They just need a new mentality because. So, the to compare, the Dolphins, Mike McDaniels, they're in their first year. I feel way more confident about the Dolphins going forward on fourth than the Chargers, and that's like the whole thing they started like. like yeah, that was the his. Coach has been there for his this thing. Is what second or third season? Second and that was year. Always, yeah, that's always been his thing. That was I, his um, thing. There was a fourth and two. I want to say on their own. I want to say on their own side in like the first quarter. Can I find this? Yes. Fourth and two. No. Okay. Fourth and two on the Raiders 17. And the, the play resulted in a Justin Herbert one yard scramble. Yeah. It's well. And also, <laughs> I understand that the Chargers have a lot of injuries. Obviously they're missing their star left tackle, which I had that uh, Slater and both their wide receiver. There's uh, both their Keenan Allen's back, but they. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, for the course of the season, like oh. they they've been in and out of the lineup. They've had question marks. Derwin James, who gets hurt seemingly every year, has been the only steady anchor on the defensive side as far as physical health. Um, well, Khalil Mack's been healthy this year. So that's true. Say, you could call it healthy just, this year. Khalil Mack just hasn't been it's making really plays. Bosa. It's uh, yeah, Bosa. Yeah, I guess it's just Bosa that's hurt, but. You know how I am. Those white guys, when they get hurt, it's a big deal. I mean, those white edge rushers, Jesus Christ. Um, Oh, my God. Did I? This happened a few weeks ago. Speaking of, Max Crosby. And I was going to text you, but I was like, yeah, this might not be appropriate. I was watching. It was Bengals, I think, Ravens. So I'm going to say it on a podcast. It was Bengals, Ravens. And I thought, this is progress, man. Two white defensive ends going after a black quarterback. We we did it. (laughs) We've done it, folks. We've we've completed the cycle. We've come Trey full Hendrickson, circle. And I don't know who the other guy is. Chubbard. Chubbard? Chubbard? Isn't that his name? C-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. The big white. He's actually the captain, not yeah, I can Hendrickson. like I watched Cincinnati week in, week out. Number 91 and number 94. Big okay. old. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think that I, I get worried with the Chargers because it's like they've had all these injuries it's been unlucky but still you need to fight through that like other teams are hurt too yeah I want to say when is injuries like no longer an excuse because I mean San Francisco just lost their quarterback mid game 
And they won. They, they've lost two quarterbacks this this season yeah. so far. And look more competent than these charges. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it gets to a point where if you lose a star player, you get two weeks. Two weeks to figure it out. You know what I mean? And yeah. then next man up, like, figure, fucking coach somebody up, figure it out, and let's go. Like, this whole using there's injuries no as an excuse for the whole season doesn't make any sense to me. And we'll get to it in a second, but there's no reason I believe more in the Jets than I believe the Chargers. Like, this week in my pick em, I picked the Raiders. I knew they were going to – I had in my bones I could feel they would win this game because they're coming off the big win. Uh, I think they were coming off two wins. Three. The, uh, oh, yeah, three wins. wins. This would be the third. Yeah, okay. They were coming off two wins. I felt like they were rolling, and I felt like – did the Chargers lose last week or did they win? No, they won last second last week. Who was it? Who did they play? Who I got did you. they play? They played the Cardinals, and they had to – they came down to a last-second touchdown uh, and the two-point conversion they decided to go for. It at the final second, and I was just like, "If you're, if you're coming down, they to won two, in the final seconds against the Cardinals. If you're coming, I, Steve Martin was a prop guy. <laughs> if you're coming down to two in the final seconds against a Cardinal team that we all agree is bad, and that has Poo-poo. all the turmoil amongst themselves and amongst their former players, with Patrick Peterson saying things about Kyler Murray." If you're coming down to two against that, this Raider team that feels like it has new life is going to run right through your face. And exactly that's exactly what happened. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is the real Raiders. This is the team that we all thought at the beginning of the year we'd see um, due to injuries and some bad luck. I think they're going to bring uh, make Josh McDaniels back. Just oh, be- I mean, we talked about it. They have to. They don't yeah. have their cash they can't pay a third. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> just saying, be even if they had all the money in the world, even if they were Lex Grossman, I think they still bring mm-hmm. him back because he's starting to he's starting to show maybe Who's he Lex Grossman? Is, for um, the audience, not for me. Tropic Thunder, Tom Cruise's character in Tropic Thunder. Okay. Thank you. And lots of money. All right. Final game in our big three, the New York Jets that we were just talking about versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, so he was much. so close. So they, was, so they close. were right. There. They were so close, Brendan. I thought I had. I thought this game was over. Did you see of that the year? Oh, I thought I him? had it. I thought I did it. I thought I. Yeah, I picked them with confidence. Last Minnesota week. is the fakest ten and two. It's the weirdest thing. Last the week was the pick of the year, ever. Jacksonville over Baltimore. Uh, My gosh! Yeah, this so this game ends up twenty two twenty seven Vikings. It's at it's in it's in Minnesota. Um, the Jets were so close; they were literally weren't they driving? Right I because they were on the one. It was twenty to three going into halftime, and I was like, "Oh, this game's over. Like Minnesota's gonna roll." And then. I so I stopped. We stopped watching it. We switched over to the Giants game, and then the fucking Jets came Jets, roaring back. White Mike, they were they were clicking, they were humming. Oh, it was looking so good. Um, I I have a problem with the play calling on the one. Honestly, that's what it came down to for me. They had all three of their timeouts. It's first and goal on the four. They ran it with the running back one time. No, sorry. They ran it with the running back two times, got it down to the one, and then two pass plays. You're at the one. We just talked about the quarterback sneak being like, push him in the back. 
Mike, we already see Mike White break for a rushing touchdown early in this game. Earlier that week on Twitter, I think it was like Saturday, um, I think it was DJ Reader tweeted out, I don't know why when you need, because in the uh, TCU game, I don't know if you saw that, TCU needed a touchdown. And they got stopped on the goal line. I think yeah. that was in overtime. They got stopped on the goal line. So then Kansas State only needed a field goal. And DJ Reader tweeted, he was like, I don't know why you would turn around and hand the ball off three to five to six, seven yards away from the goal line instead of just hiking it and going straight forward. And J.J. Watt tweeted, yeah, the quarterback sneak is like the hardest thing to stop. Yeah. It's 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 virtually it, if you need one yard, it's virtually impossible to stop. Especially now, and, and he I think he added this context. He said, especially now when you have player they just allow players to push people in. It, I don't yeah. know why they decide to drop back. You can tell how passionate I am about this right now. Yeah, you're especially you're fired up. <laughs> especially when they're on the one, you have three timeouts. Just have the man push him in the back. Get in the Eagles formation. The Eagles have invented this new formation, and it's not really inventing a formation. It's just using a formation that no one's used to actually run. Yeah, a play. it looks like the wishbone, and then they push it. No, no, it looks like the that? kneel down. It's the kneel down formation. Yeah, the victory formation. Yeah, it's the victory formation. But instead, you got somebody flanking J- Jalen Hurts. You got somebody behind him. We we'll hike it. We all gonna push. Just line up in that on the goal line and just push. This is the. This is the. Um, the this is where I think the NFL loses its quote unquote toughness. Back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, if you're on the one, you know what you do. You don't line up the two running plays they ran. They're in eleven. They're in eleven personnel. They well probably twelve personnel. Two tight ends and one running back. Back in my day. Get these receivers the fuck out of here. We're going in goal line formation, straight up the gun. Give me a fullback, and we're running it straight down your throat. Why are we trying to? Why are we trying to fool you? We need four yards. Yeah. What's the deception here? Go straight. Did you have money on this game? Seems no, like I had him in my pick. It would have gave me a three point lead on Greg. Now I only have a two point lead on Greg, yeah. and I just wanted Minnesota to lose because I feel like. <clears throat> The perception of the Jets and Mike White is still of a lesser team, even though this team is a very good team. So I feel like uh, when they lost to the Eagles, people didn't write them off as much as they should have. When they got dusted by the Cowboys, people didn't write them off as much as they should have. When they should have lost to the Bills, when they should have lost to all these other teams, I feel like the loss to the Jets, people would have been like, Yep, Vikings, not it. Not it. <laughs> so yeah. now I have to still, and also I would have loved another game of cushion for my Eagles in our quest to be number one uh, in home field. But um, it's purely out of hate. It's purely out of spite. Well, and also I did want to throw this out there. Um, we did say the same stuff. Well, not we, but the collective we, the royal we, the uh, media said the same things about Cincinnati last year. Going Listen. in this whole and I, I agree with you. I don't think Minnesota's the team, but we said the same stuff about Cincinnati last year. Like, oh, you know, they've had a couple That's breaks. Not the same thing. They're not the right, they're not, not the, the real team. Thing. I know it's, it's not, not the, the same thing because Cincinnati's not the same thing. perennially perennially. No, bad. not that. That's not why it's not the same thing. Last year, Cincinnati had a defense I trusted 
I felt confident in. Eli Apple had the year of his career. Your boy Trey Hendrickson left New Orleans, went there, and proved that it was a real thing. Yeah, it wasn't a fluke. Because of Cam Johnson, Cam Cam Jordan. Jordan, Don't know why you always do that. Uh, and is there and a then Cam Johnson the, somewhere that I I'm like? Don't know, maybe. And then offensively, yeah, you had Joe Burrow, who I infinitely what I infinitely have by far more confidence in than Kirk Cousins. They had to me two number one receivers, and then a great number two in Tyler Boyd. They had a person who should have been a first round pick, but he had his own uh, domestic situations. It, uh, with Joe Mixon, they had a good team. Nobody believed in them because they were young, not because they weren't good. Minnesota is not good. That's true. You're right. They're Cam- not. They're not this good. They're not their record good. They're good. They're not their record good. Kim Johnson, eleventh pick in the first round of the 2019 NBA Draft for Cam Johnson. Cam, oh, he's on the Suns, right? The Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Cam, I know Cam Reddish. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you. It's a, the, it's a different situation, but it just feels it feels like there's remnants of this whole like they're not for real, they're not for real, and then we're gonna they're gonna be in like the championship game, and we're like, eh, they're not for real. <laughs> I'm, look, they could they could be in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna say they're gonna lose. Um, <laughs> uh, the the twelve the clock's gonna strike twelve at some point, Cinderella. But um, Don't what I was I going to say? Oh, if if say this is how I feel about this team and another team. If San Francisco was 10 and 2 and the Vikings were 8 and 4, I'd be way less. I'd be way less agitated yeah. because that's how those teams reflect. Like Do you San, see Francisco, San Francisco is going to get a I see they're not going to get Baker Mayfield. Shanahan already said. Shanahan said we're not getting Baker Mayfield. Um, he said it. He said it in the press conference. He was like, "We're not looking into it." Um, Coaches say a lot of things. To me, to me, Eagles fan, number one team in the league, eleven and one, and all that good jazz. We'll get to that later. The two threats to me in the NFC, well, before this injury, was San Francisco and the Cowboys. I do not fear Minnesota. I agree, especially because well, San Francisco should be your biggest fear because Fred Warner, is, Fred Warner is a, a, a maniac. He's gonna wreak havoc on everything you guys do well: the intermediate passing, the running. The yeah. you know it's bad. See, the reason I fear San Francisco is because I know too many of their defenders. <laughs> That's not <a> <laughs> when you know too sign, many yeah. defenders. It's like God, this is gonna be a long day. Greenlaw Bosa. Like, oh goodness, this is gonna be a long that Just, new yeah. corner. That guy, I can't say his name. Jack Kendrick oh, yeah, yeah. like yeah. oh my gosh it's like oh Jesus yeah what's Kirk's medicine ball oh Kirk Kirk was lobbing up some medicine balls man him and there was another quarterback I, I thought he did right something now. on the plane with a medicine ball that's why I was no. like let me double check this <laughs> no 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 he was trying to get people killed man like yeah oh oh, oh Ryan Tannehill Ryan Tannehill threw a couple of medicine balls too and it literally got uh, his player hurt Traylon Burks uh, he yeah. caught a touchdown and got like 
Laid the out. way the ball was, yeah, the way it was, the way the defender was pursuing it kind of just led to an injury. But, yeah, no, I saw Justin Jefferson take far too many big shots. I saw Thielen take some big shots. I was Jefferson's like, he's, very, he's, you know, he's one of the best, but he's not big. He's not huge. He's like, not he, huge. Like, Thielen's and thick. Like, Thielen I'm not too worried about, but Jefferson. Kirk's throwing these balls that are not hitting them where they're supposed to be, so they kind of got to outstretch throwing off not leading them in the best position when to brace for a hit. And I was like, whew, a couple more of these. Like, I don't know if my guy's going to be able to. I have Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team. Mike, oh, God, I do want him to do good. Out. So I'm like, man, you're going to you're gonna get my guy put in an ambulance or something. Like, an geez. ambulance. Like, my Lord. All right. Go, Tommy! I didn't hear no bell. One more round. Uh, first one more round game. Denver Broncos at Baltimore Ravens, nine to ten. What's going on with Baltimore? Lamar Jackson got hurt. Uh, Tyler Huntley came in. Where did he get hurt, Brennan? What do you mean? Where did he get hurt? His lower body. Extremities. Where was he in relation to everyone else on the field? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, he when was he in the pocket. Hurt. Yes. Scramble more, everybody. That's the Lamar Jackson got hurt because, like we said, these scrambling quarterbacks just stand get hurt in the too pocket often. <laughs> because they um, decide to stand in the pocket. Can I tell you something? Because I know this is uh, one more round, so we're going to be Denver quick. stinks. Denver's garbage. But can I tell you something, okay. Huntley? I don't know if he's good enough to run this offense. Obviously, if he was good enough, they people would trade for him. He'd be starting. It's a whole thing. But that dude. When he's like on the run and then like finds someone open and throws it, that guy's got a laser beam on his arm. Yeah, Huntley, where did Huntley go? He go to Utah, I think. I thought um, it was Virginia Tech, but no, I think we're. That was a joke. I was about to say we might be conflating him with like because there's like three quarterbacks they had. They had yeah. Tyrod who went to Virginia Tech. Yeah. So yeah. Utah, you're uh, Utah. Right. Yeah, I was about to say no. He's really good. He should be. I mean. If not a starter, like a middling starter somewhere, he could be I mean, somebody else's backup. But you know, yeah. A, but it was it. just like some of those throws, though. Like I watch a lot of the football, problem is some of those throws. I was exactly, but some of those yeah. throws, I was like, jeez, like how did it, like he's running that way, and then the other guys like got a trailing defender, and he like zips it right in there, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> if the Jets had Huntley, I'd say they win the AFC East. Wow, against the Bills. Look at how the I mean the Bills. That's been true. Kind the of Bills floundering. Yeah, it, Huntley doesn't throw those interceptions. I mean, again, I'd hope he'd be a little more refined. But that three interception game against New England, I think Huntley can avoid those. Yeah, because if they, he avoids, if if Zach Wilson avoided those, they win that game. But um, the Broncos, the Broncos can't score. It's it's so weird. Yeah, it's it's horrific. I don't even want to spend too much more time on this game. Baltimore is obviously their star MVP caliber quarterback was hurt, but they did lose last week to the Jags. So not sure quite where Baltimore is. I know they have a lot of injury problems and stuff like that. But again, so does everybody else. Uh, um, Russell Wilson is washed. Uh, who am I trying to think of? Are, there's, there's, a, there's a greater conversation that needs to be had, similar to the one about Carver Hagee. Um, about Baltimore's talent assessment the last couple of years because this is going to be like year three of us saying they haven't surrounded with Lamar with enough. 
and eventually we have to look at the organization. After Ozzy yeah. left, Lamar was Ozzy's last pick. We're going to have to look at the organization and be like, hey, are you guys not doing enough? We can't. This can't always fall on him if no one is around to help him. Absolutely. One more round. All right. Uh, San Francisco versus Miami. Tua came out hot off the press. Uh, him to Sherfield. And then after that, it was it was like it, he disappeared. He went ghost. Uh, he was he was non-existent. Um, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, came in and uh, secured the victory. But, Brendan, I don't think this game, I don't think the score of this game reflects what the outcome. I, don't I, think I don't the score think, is a true reflection of the outcome? Yes, thank you. Um, because if Gusecki catches that fourth and two, I think they continue that drive and they go on to win the game. Um, but immediately, in fourth and two in their own in their own side of the field, led to a field goal. Um, Purdy couldn't really, like, he didn't get a touchdown at any point. Like, he was just red. Oh, he had two touchdowns. I'm sorry. <laughs> he had two? Oh, yeah, one to... Anyway. Um, nobody's scared of Purdy. The the mo the the more damning thing I'd say was the Miami defense. The Miami defense did not scare him apparently at all. Didn't shake him or anything. Whereas the San Francisco defense ate, vaunted San Francisco. Defense. They ate. One more round. All right, Jacksonville, Detroit. I have nothing to say about this game. I fucking said it last week when everyone's I like, "Oh, huh?" You did. Yeah, Detroit. When everyone was like, oh, Trevor Lawrence finally taking the next step, beating a good playoff team in Baltimore. And what did I say? I came on this fucking show and I said, everyone said this when they beat the Chargers in week two. And then Trevor looked good in week three and then hit a slump in week four and didn't come out of the slump until it seemed like week 13. And then they beat Baltimore and everyone's like, here it is. This is him taking a step forward. And I came on here and said, this is not him taking a step forward. This is what he does. He's up and down and up and down. And I'm hoping after a full year with a real coach and Dougie Fresh, that next year he will be more consistent. But I said this last week that he is not going to be some. And they lost. They lost in a big, bad way against Detroit, which is a good team. Uh, this ruins Detroit. our Detroit uh, in a different way. The way I root for the Jets now, I root for Detroit. Yeah, that's but a De good team. Detroit used to be my team back in. Uh, you did say that you were a big Matthew Stafford guy. Did yeah. uh, Jameson Williams play in this game? Because I thought he was supposed to be back. He was cleared. And cleared. Did oh, not he did play. play. He did. Oh, yeah, play. He did. One target. One target. Not much. But yeah. Okay. Oh, that's. I why think. I, I think this scene gets scary next season. I was looking at the uh, rushing stats. No wonder I couldn't find it. <laughs> I think this team gets scary next season because love that of number nine. Love that. I, I don't like don't. it when they do this. I like it when they do the single digits, but just not one. One seems so like, ugh. but when they do like nine or seven as a wide receiver or as a defensive end, love that. Um, one more round. The number one team in the NFC go. and the quarterback wearing number one, Jalen Hurts, uh, threw for 350 I yards, three touchdowns. To <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you're going to just shit on my quarterback's number like that? Um, Number one, uh, 350 yards through the air, uh, three touchdowns, another rushing touchdown. A.J. Brown had a 
hell of a revenge game against his former team in Tennessee. Brendan, I just want to I just want to relay just want to relay some information, uh, some 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 messages I had with some uh, some people who watch football, uh, claim to at the very least. Um, I think the Eagles were coming off of the loss to our only loss, obviously, to the Commandos, and people are like, "Ho ho ho! You guys can't stop the run!" Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Look, we'll get reinforcements. Jordan Davis will be back." which he was, um, and we'll fix this. This this will be fixed. And I was told to look out for the Colts. I was told to look out for the Packers. Not by me. I, not no by you. I this is say. not you. This is not you. These are text messages from people. And I was told to look out for Derrick Henry and the Titans. And you know what I did, Brennan? I never responded to these text messages in this group chat. But you know what I did yesterday? Well, Sunday? Yeah. I went back in the messages ah. and I quote replied them W against the Colts, W against the Packers, and W against the Titans. This team, I don't want to say unstoppable, but they have been tested, they have been put through the ringer, and they've answered every question there is they say Jalen Hurts can't throw he throws the ball they say he can't win with a running quarterback he continues to win AJ Brown not good enough Jason Kelsey too small Lane Johnson can't stay off the juice they said so many of these things can't stay off the juice they said so many of these things and we keep going out there and we keep performing Nick Sirianni look we had a rough start but you are the perfect quarterback, quarterback, the perfect coach. I just ruined my great. You speech. almost had it. I was so close to the right end. There. All right, Nick bring Sirianni. it back. Take two. No, I'm just kidding. Take two. Nick Sirianni, you are the right coach for this team and for this city. You reflect what the passion that this guy has on the sideline, week in and week out. Whenever they cut to him, he's he's fired up. And it gets me fired up. It motivates me as a fan, sitting in my living room, watching that team perform. Of course these guys are uh, performing the way in which they are because they see somebody that's fighting for them as hard as they're fighting for him. And that, man, that's all you want. That's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for. I don't, I don't need them to win the Super Bowl. I would love it, but... They have given me 11, 12 weeks of very pleasurable football. And this is coming from somebody who's had to, because of this show, I've had to look at the Broncos. I've had to look at the Colts. I've had to look at the Jags on certain weeks. Like, I've seen, there's a lot of bad football out there. And my team is not one of them. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. 2024. Atlanta. Jesus Running Christ! <laughs> now, I, and I, the Atlanta Falcons. Jesus, such bad football. All right, that is that is all for the NFL. All right, moving on. NBA. Don't Ooh. look now, Joseph. Oh Just man, 
Uh, Anthony Davis decided to be a top five player again in the NBA, something I thought was not possible. Didn't he? Didn't he decide to do it? Like, man, got to take the black church on that. The Lakers, have uh, they've won eight of their last ten, three game winning streak. I believe Anthony Davis just had a 55-point game, a double nickel uh, to help them secure W. They beat Giannis and them boys. That was a big W. And them boys. Um, I know. And that was in the Middleton return, by the way. Yeah, I know. That was insane to me. Um, so yeah, no, they're they're on a bit of an East Coast swing right now. Um, that's a lie. Well, they got the Cavs next. Uh, played the Bucks, played the Wizards, beat the Portland, lost to the. If they don't lose that Pacer game, they're looking a little better. They're oh, they're still not at Mount Five Hundred as of yet. Uh, still climbing that, but they're only a game and a half outside of the ten seed, and the ten seed is the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors have been playing so well at home that you can't win on the road. Cannot do anything on the road. That is the weirdest home and away split right now. It's bananas. So, uh, Lakers, do you think they're in? I know it's still early. Do you think they make the playoff? The play-in, at least? Man, if they continue on this trajectory with Minnesota having to deal with the Carl Anthony Towns injury and we all predict Utah falling out on their face eventually... I think the Lakers find their ways in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I don't disagree. I just, I would rather not see it, but I I don't disagree with you. Why would you rather not see it? Because I'm not a big Lakers guy. Only the biggest marquee franchise ever. No, the Celtics are the biggest marquee franchise. Good try, though. The Celtics are the National Basketball Association. I'm just kidding. I really, I just don't like the Lakers because they seem like a villain. <laughs> I like the, this goes back, we've talked about it a million times, but like the Celtics. The Lakers seem like a villain. The Celtics built that team from the ground up. Just like the same reason why I love Golden State. They built that team from the ground up. Lakers are just moving pieces around, buying and selling and buying and selling. Pimps and whores. Pimps and whores. It's a Lewis Black reference. All right. I know, I got it. Um, I could just I like the players on Boston. But I can never root for Boston. Why? The underlying racism that's been surrounding that team for seventy years? I think you hit the nail on the coffin. <laughs> um speaking of hitting, uh Rudy Gobert, uh I watched this clip. Dirty, dirty fucking play. Dirty um, play. Dirty pool. Why did you say uh, you worded this? Should we allow though? fighting back in the NBA? Because did, did uh, I don't to know. Allow the, fighting? They didn't. It wasn't uh, punishable by death, effectively. Okay. Oh, so you, after the malice in the palace, and then they were like, okay, now there's absolutely yeah. no fighting. If you fight, yeah, you're yeah, suspended yeah. Like for the season. Basically, you're gone for three whole years, it feels like. Um, you throw a swing on somebody. I thought that was a real stat for a second, and then I was like, wait, you can't <laughs> suspend no. someone for three years. You throw a swing on somebody, you know, everybody clutches their pearl. ESPN runs like a PSA. Uh, hide the kids, uh, you know, no one can watch this and blah, 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 blah. Hide the kids, hide your wife. Yeah, everybody becomes a religious uh, figure and, you know, they they have to trot Stephen A. and Michael Wilbon out there about how, oh, the NBA can't do this anymore. Even though we all loved it back in the day when Shaq and Chuck would go at each other, 
when you had yeah, you get uh, somebody's face. You pushed. had Bird swing on Doctor J. Like, no, I think Doctor J swung on Bird. Like, like it used Kendrick, to be. Kendrick Williams should have punched Rudy Gobert in the. In he the should game. have complete license. That's a little too far. Uh, I didn't say assault the man. He's much shorter. I didn't say assault the man. This retire. A fight is assault. Mm, no, a fight. A fight is a fight. Oh, you a punch. Yeah, a punch true. in the lower region. You've is never assault. been in front of a judge about this because uh, in, <laughs> in the court of law, it's the same thing to them. Well, in the court of the streets, a punch in the penis is um, a bridge too far. I believe it's the court of the streets. Yeah, I mean, however you want to pronounce it, you know, I have a little more proper diction than you, obviously. You know, we know about your rough and tumble past. I just think system. Williams should have uh, fought him because, like, you could. Is that why you bear. wanted to punch in the penis? Because you've been in the penal system? Uh, <laughs> That's a stretch. That's a stretch. That's stupid. Uh, but Rudy Gobert is, like, much bigger than Williams. No. And I only say that to say when he, like, swings his big-ass seven-foot leg out, to trip him, it's insane. He like he like like fall like immediately. Yeah, he like, like compl- I th- he could have been hurt. He could have. Yeah, been that's what I'm saying. Yeah, severely hurt. I, th- I think he has big, complete, like seven foot three feet. I think he had complete license to stuff him with a baguette and just like knock out some teeth. Like uh, it was insane. Yeah, I agree. He should have did. Uh, I mean, don't go full. Don't go full van, but. For those that watch the TV show Atlanta, the season three finale, something happens with a baguette. And I'm not saying that she should murder him. Well, she didn't murder him in the show either. He needed a good he needed a good baguette to the to the veneers. So I'm gonna yeah. say. Some people do. Some people do. Um all right, yeah. Bring fighting back. Speaking in of a wholesome bring, way. Yeah, and like a fun, like We'll tell our grandkids about this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Last thing for the we NBA. We saw Charlie Ward. We, Brennan, the kids don't understand. We saw our favorite players get punched. Oh, yeah, all the time. I saw Charlie Ward swing on Kobe. That's why there's this huge problem with the Gen Z kids because not only are they not getting punched in the face, they're, they're not, not seeing, seeing people get punched in the face. And they think a punch is the end-all, be-all to a human's morality. No, there's a lot more. Do you guys watch that show Dahmer? There's a lot more you could do. Yeah, yeah. I won't watch that show. Yeah, I um, I just picked. I just watched bits of it. It's on, a good uh, show. Yeah, it's heavily uh, revered. All right, well, speaking good, of heavily show revered, to pick in, in that argument is what I meant to say. Thank you. I'm pretty good. I try. Uh, speaking of heavily revered, speaking of pretty see, good, see how, I su- trying, see, how I, see how I support you. You didn't support my penal penis joke. No, I supported your rant. Your <laughs> excuse me, your political statement on the Philadelphia Eagles, 100. percent you did I will not support the. You did stand by for that, and my mind. I, I encouraged it. I right. loved it. Uh, you the Heat failed the offseason. Not paying attention at all. The Heat have failed Jimmy Butler. The Heat, <laughs> the Heat? have failed Tyler yeah. Hero. I, I I think you could have just say the Heat have failed. Yeah. Um, they didn't. They didn't at every team in the East towards the top. Either added someone. That was just real quick aside. You go every team in the East <laughs> towards the top. The top. <laughs> so we from thirty to fifteen to four. Not to four. Not to four. To uh, I'd say six. 
Okay. Six to seven. Six to seven. I'll um, allow it. All the top teams in the East, towards the top, either added a piece or had a piece coming back. Um, Celtics, they had their whole squad coming back, but they also added Malcolm Brogdon, added Gallinari, but he got hurt yeah. in the Euros. Uh, the Bucks. they ended the season without Chris Middleton playing in the postseason. He was coming back at some point this season. The Cavs went out and got Donovan Mitchell. The Hawks went out and got uh, DeJounte Murray. The Pacers, actually, I don't know what the fuck the Pacers did. Well, the Pacers at the end of the season, I guess, traded for Tyler ha- Tyler ha- Halliburton. Halliburton. Um, yeah. And he's been playing exceptionally well. This season, um, and they had some draft picks who were like going off right now. Uh, the Nets knew Ben Simmons was coming back, uh, who but who knows what that means? Who knew what that meant or would mean? Um, and then the Sixers they went and drafted, they drafted, they went and signed a bunch of guys like PJ Tucker uh, from Miami, they brought in Danwell House, um, they traded for uh, DeAndre Melton. DeAnthony Melton? DeAndre. Something. DeAndre Melton? Mm-hmm. Um, are you seeing that or are you just saying that? No, I know. Bill Simmons talks about him all the time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Um, so that's seven teams who made some type of move or knew they were getting someone back. The Miami Heat. Nothing. Goose didn't egg. do anything. Didn't do anything. They just sat on the team they had and lost P.J. Tucker. Huh. <sighs> Yeah, they failed. That's it. Miami's out. I don't make the playoffs, but they're not going very far. Unless Jimmy Buckets summons the hero that he is and they make moves by the end of the uh, by the trade deadline. I mean, we still have until Feb- February for the trade deadline. So we'll see what happens. But as of right now, as this team is currently constructed with the way Hero and Bam are not playing and at Robinson is just a sh- dude, like whatever. Robinson's what? a shell of a human being at this yeah, point. Bam and Hero that. are fine, but um they're they're never they're never healthy all at the same time. Yeah, and then Kyle Lowry is just not the right fit for this team at all. I mean, and we love all knew that going into it. Kyle Lowry's always a little, you know, well, if I could quote Will Smith and Men in Black, a little pudgy around the midsection come game time. So yeah, that is not um, heat culture. That is not heat culture. He's got himself in a better shape, but just as a player, he he just doesn't fit. Into what they're trying to do. Yeah. So. All right. There you are. It's time for everyone's right. favorite segment. Oh. We are talking college football. It is championship weekend is over with. So there is no who's in, who's out, who's up, who's down. Now, ready, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Joe Dorville and who's in? Who is in? <sighs> Brennan, we went into last week with the top six being. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, UC, USC, Ohio State, and Alabama on the sideline waiting at the opportunity for one, if not two, of those teams to fail in their championship weekend to see if the committee would break rank finally because they claimed they weren't going to just put the teams with the best record in. They put the team that they felt were the best in. We waited with bated breath. And Friday night, we got our first dose of chaos. Utah, the Utes, 
They took down Caleb Williams and the USC Trojans. Again, Again, Lincoln Riley cannot get it done wherever he is. All right. So that was the first domino. Two losses the entire season to the same team. Two losses to the same team. And Lincoln Riley. By a margin that's insane. Get it done. Um, Georgia won theirs with ease. Michigan won theirs with ease. So Ohio State and Alabama are sitting at home, pouncing, nipping at the foaming at the mouth at the opportunities that they may have. And then TCU playing in a game against Kansas State with their backup quarterback. All right. Martinez was the starter all for a long time. And now they had to play with this boy named Howard. I'm gonna call him a boy named Howard because I don't watch the games that much, but turned on the game. My buddy had money on the game, so he was constantly texting us, and I was like, you know what? Let me turn on the game. Brennan, game came down to the wire, went into overtime. As I said earlier, TCU could not get the one yard they needed, the eight inches they needed, couldn't do it. Great goal line stand by Kansas State. Don't know why they didn't do a quarterback sneak. They opted not to. They kept handing it to the running back seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. And Kansas State kicked the field goal in order to get the Big 12 championship. So now TCU has one loss. Everything we all wanted. Chaos. Pure, unadulterated chaos two losses on championship week what would this mean for the big four would alabama be the first two lost team to get in they had only lost games to lsu by a field goal and tennessee by a field goal a rivalry game and a game against somebody who we thought were going to be uh the heisman winner until he got hurt mind you alabama put a like 49 in that Tennessee game. Offense was never the issue for them all season. It was always defense. The committee comes on and they start rattling off the names. And Brennan, Alabama's left at home watching. It is Georgia. It is Michigan. It is TCU staying in the third spot. And it's Ohio State. Who is the sacrificial lamb to get their doors blown off by the Georgia Bulldogs? So that is who is in. Don't care about any other team because none of it matters. But we're all going to watch bowl games because we don't like our families around the holiday season anyways. We'll have ESPN on in the background, and then we'll circulate clips of people getting fries dumped on them, Cheez-Its dumped on them, or mayo dumped on them. So that has been who's in for the season what a college football season it was. It was fun, man. This was, this was good. We didn't get a two-loss team in. Um, by the way, 12 teams is unnecessary. I stand on that because I don't want to watch more mediocre football. 12 teams is way too many teams. Way That's too many teams. a joke. If they went to eight teams, I'd have less of a problem. Too much randomness for me. Too much randomness. Too much randomness. I, the, the, it's the we'll we'll get to it a little bit, but it's the Americanization of sports. It's, yeah. Now in in college football, it makes sense to 
to have a playoffs. And honestly, in the NFL, it makes sense to have a playoff to some degree because all the teams don't get to play each other like in international yeah. soccer where the reason they do it off points is because everybody plays everybody. But the inflation of the number is insane. Like the NFL didn't really need to add two. Yeah, remember in baseball, you just won the pennant and then went to the World Series. Well, obviously I mean, we don't remember because it was a hundred years ago. But yeah, you'd win the pennant and then like one team would get in. But the regular one, one other good team. I actually like the point system now that I'm now that I'm an expert on prem. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like the point system because everyone it's, plays everyone like twice. Yeah, it's it's the most uh, diplomatic way to go about the system. Yeah. And it okay. makes and, and and the main thing is the regular season. Mat- every yeah. game matters. Matters. So it's not like even in football where it's a shorter season and the games matter a lot more. But even in football, you can lose one or two wonky games. Like fucking Buffalo lost to the Jags last year, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl this year." Like it doesn't. Not every game makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no sounder. We just keep. Oh no, there is a sounder. And you'd be surprised how quick. It- quick, name it hits. Quick hit. Don't know was- why I thought we were in the quick hits. It has its own sound. I don't oh. know why I already thought we were in the quick hits. All right, Joe, tell us about your Florida Panthers for the NHL review. Uh, the Florida Panthers. Uh, we're winning a couple games again. We got two wins on the uh, the last couple days. Uh, a five winner against. The uh, what are they named? The Kraken, you know, another 5 1 against the Canucks. Got beat 6 2 to the Flames. Uh, had a three game losing streak prior to that. Um, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a defeated man at this point. Everything we all the momentum we had the last two seasons, uh, gone just went out the door. I mean, blinked once out of Coach existence. Q got let go because of his involvement in uh what happened in Chicago, and I fully stood behind that. But um, I feel like, I think it was Andrew Burnett, shouldn't 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 have lost the job. He had a great season last year. We won the President's Trophy. Um, not that that means anything, but the team performed and the team responded under his tutelage. And we brought in a career loser, uh, somebody who hasn't really done much, if anything, so I don't see why we would have replaced somebody who had some modicum of success with somebody who has none. So um, they'll probably round out in the form, but the biggest problem is always going to be the goalkeeper, goaltender. What is, I don't want to offend the people. It's a goaltender in hockey. I can't remember yeah. again. Goaltender. Keeper and so, soccer, tender in hockey. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm defeated. What's going yeah. on with your squad? Uh, not much. We're six. We're middling. Nothing really to talk about. We'll get we'll, we'll get more into it once uh, the season really starts heating up. But yeah, middling. It's not really crazy. Patrick Paul Maurice is our current coach. Um, I wanted to ask you: Did you see? Speaking of quick as quick, did you quick. see something happen in the MLB with the Verlander news? So did you see this? much has happened in the MLB. Verlander to the Mets. Who would have thunk? Goes to the Rangers. Grom to the Rangers. Who would have thunk? Um, and then yesterday's news that just slipped by me. I didn't see it all day until like the end, nearly, I mean, not the end of the day, but like midway through the day, uh, Trey Turner, De- Boynton Beach owned. 
goes to the Phils. Five, six, spurring. One. Spurring the Marlins yet again. Wow. Um, yeah, went to the Bills. Uh, Bills. Went to the Phils. So reunited with his former teammate in uh in uh the fuck is this guy's name? Can't win the big game, Bryce Harper. Oh, Bryce Harper, shut up. Uh <laughs> wow, that was uh, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Reunites with his former teammate Bryce Harper. Um, He's got your back, Kyle. You can tell that for sure. Uh, look, it's a Philly thing at this point. Uh, and I like Bryce. <laughs> I've always liked Bryce. Um, yeah. So, uh, what the heck is that saying? Oh, re relinks up with his Philly t- uh, with his former uh, Nats teammate and Bryce Harper. Um, I those three guys I think are. Quite honestly, maybe the most dangerous trio of players with uh, those two and JT Rio Muto as far as power and speed. Um, those are three guys who are going to get you 2020. Uh, I don't know if Bryce is stealing as much nowadays, but um, J- between JT and Trey, you're getting 2020. Trey, you may even get 30 30. Um, yeah, it, it's. They just need pitching. They lost. Uh, I think it was Zach Wheeler went to the Rays. They just need pitching. Like if they can fine tune their pitching, that's a dangerous one year squad at the very least. Like they will capture the elusive championship that they are desperately trying to get. Dave Dombrowski, who was once um, the GM of the, he was once the GM of the uh, of the Marlins, once the GM of the Tigers. Uh, also, in Boston, captured a title in Boston, left before the Marlins got it in 03, and then got there with Detroit, um, with Verlander and Scherzer. Uh, that guy goes for broke, and he doesn't care about the financial standing status of the team. After he leaves, he's going to go get the guys you need to get a win. Um, so if he can just get that. Uh, if he could just get the pitching staff in order, God, that's going to be a team I, I'm going to hate to see for however many times we play a year now. I know it's not 19 anymore. It's gone down a bit. But whew, whew. there's your MLB talk, baby. All righty. World Cup. I feel like I've been speaking a lot. The World Cup. Just currently so going on right now. Huh? It's currently going on right now. Yeah. Uh, Spain right is playing got, Morocco. Uh, Morocco v. Spain. Nil-nil at the 32-minute mark. Uh, the Netherlands, we were hoping for some crazy wild upset. The Netherlands ended up beating the United States in the knockout round. We did make it to the knockout round, but they beat us 3-1. Um, Argentina, who I didn't even know was going to get out of the group stage, ended up beating Australia. That was yeah. disappointing. Croatia goes to penalty kicks, beats Japan. Oh my gosh! This was so heartbreaking. The powerhouse the Japan. Team, <laughs> the Japanese team. They they failed us all in that pen round. Yeah. They the keeper for Croatia was going one way. He basically said before that uh, the penalty started. He was like, "I'm only going right. I'm never gonna try left. I'm not gonna guess anything." I'm just going right. So if they kick it left, they got it. Three times he went right. Three times they kicked it right. Right to him. It was it was very upsetting, that penalty situation. 
So, and this was also interesting, too, because Japan beats Germany, which was like a huge upset. And then they beat Spain. They did. And then, is Croatia that good? Croatia was in the finals four years ago. Four years ago. Oh, were they? Okay. And then they lost to Costa Rica. Croatia is a little older now. They're a little more long in the tooth, especially Luka Matra, who's 37 years old, plays for Real Madrid. Um, Still plays for Real Madrid at 37? Still plays for Real Madrid. Yeah, it's a key contributor for Real Madrid. Key contributor? Um, Good on you, pal. Yeah. um, But they are, as a team collectively, they are a little long in the tooth. But Japan just... um, they just couldn't get, couldn't finish it out. Couldn't, couldn't finish the last leg of the race there. Yeah, France has looked pretty good too. France dominated in the group stage, and then uh, France has looked pretty good. France, I have France to win this all. Oh, I thought you were being like, though they they suck. No, 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 no. no, no, no. They look pretty. I good. I have France to win this all. The one game they lost, they they basically got. I mean, they were through to the next round and decided like, yeah, let's just rest everybody. They replace nine of their starters um, and tried to win that game against Tanzania uh, and ended up losing that 1-0. But, gosh, Kylian Mbappe, I think he's the best player uh, active playing right now. I think he will eventually go down and Is be Is that the better. guy who scored the two goals? Yes. Yeah. I think he will eventually like go down as yeah. better than Messi. I think he will go down as better than Cristiano Ronaldo. Um in the event that he finally decides to leave France, uh, which is probably the worst of the European leagues uh, club level and go play somewhere else because he is, he already has the world cup that Messi and Ronaldo will never get. Basically Um, he will, he had four goals last in his first world cup at 19. Messi just got his first round of 16 goal. So it's like, he is so far ahead of them, and he is just so skilled. But he plays in the Poo Poo France League. He plays in a lower division, a lower league, not division. Um, but he he's just when he plays soccer, it's like okay, that's how I want. That's how. Yeah, yeah that's how. I that's how I, I want I was my like, person. Who is to play. this guy? Jesus, um, he jumps on like Messi's great. Ronaldo are great. They're both phenomenal players, and they will go down to some of the best. But to me, my personal liking, uh, somebody who's grown up in America and see like a tougher aesthetic of sport. Um, you think we can get just, him on Fulham? Never, <laughs> Why? never. He's gonna be like a two hundred million dollar transfer fee, like per year. No, I mean the fee you pay to just get into negotiations with him. Tony's to got two hundred million. Tony ain't got two hundred million. Who who determines that? The team or the uh, player? Uh, the team. The team plus so the, team the market. Says if dictates. you want to talk to this guy, then it's going to cost you two hundred million dollars. Yeah. The market dictates. Yeah. You see, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo for the uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it was two hundred fifty million a year. He hasn't signed yet, but that is the offer on the table, allegedly. Whatever. I hate soccer. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the press conference. What's my guy? Kirk Turner just got 11 years, $300 million. Let's see why you hate soccer. To- soccer no, I'm just I'm kidding. I love soccer. Tony Khan does have three hundred or $200 million if we want to talk to that. What if we, I'm just saying, what if he does Fulham not have $200 million. He has $200 million. I don't doubt you there. He doesn't have two million to go get one player. Two hundred million to go, yeah. Two hundred million to go get one guy. I don't think he got that. But I'm saying, is he worth it? He can't. Oh yes, he. If Kylian Mbappe 
was on this Fulham team playing with our collection of guys in this year's Premier League, we win the Premier League. Hands down. Let's go get him but right that's, now. But that's for any team that goes signed to him. All right, let's move on. <laughs> press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Sir, 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 the level of menace on one of his goals, he scored, and everyone, everyone goes and they celebrate when they score. The level of menace in this man when he sneered in preened and looked at his opponent as weaker than he's uh, everything love I love, love everything it. I loved in Jordan everything I love in Kobe like loved oh man love it they're both they don't play anymore so. Okay. Uh, Where can we find you? No, no, no. Oh. You first. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're your show today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorver. You can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget to go to anulo.co to check out all the wares and all the other shows on the network. Like, who does a pod? We just did the Muppet movie. That was a very fun episode. Uh, and uh, Anulo, the flagship podcast, the big show, as we call it. Um, don't forget to head over to my website JoeDorval.com to check out the merch And uh, you know what I mean It's, it's, uh, it's holiday season everybody You know, you might want to get some nice merch For your significant others, for your loved ones Some headphone Joe merch you know, Or some ex-drinking buddy merch uh, Brennan, where can we find you? At Brennan T Comedy on all social media BrennanTComedy.com One man show, tickets are on sale now I know a new low network is all everyone's flying up to New York to come see it. My family's flying up to come see it. Everyone at Gotham Production Studios has bought a ticket. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Got a lot of big name comics coming out, too. So and we're going January, to drink it after the after the late show. Right? You guys can do whatever you want. Uh, going, January 30th <laughs> uh, at Producers Club, 44th and 9th, New York City, 630 and 830. Tickets on sale now at BrennanTComedy.com. And check out my other podcast by the same name as the one man show. X drinking buddy. Are there are there any outstanding steak dinners, or did that get squared up in another bet? I think that's been all squared. Oh, okay, great. I remember Oof. I was winning, and then I kind of lost track, and I because I okay. think you won, and I was like, ah, never mind. Okay, uh, great. So uh, yeah, check so everything out it. at Comedy.com. <laughs> well, no, if you want to, we can go to my steakhouse because I get fifty percent off. So it'll be, Ooh, and it's a nice steakhouse. All right, maybe a new low crossover at hey. the steakhouse. Hey, anyway, Joe. Let's get out of here. All right, buddy. Let's do this. And that's so why folks, we... But... Yeah, I was saying so, folks. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Shout out. Killian Mbappe. Come to Fulham. A man can dream. <laughs> oh, man. Mbappe. That doesn't sound French. Don't know if you know. They're colonizers. Ha, <laughs> ha.